The mystery and the miracle of the birth of Christ was the fulfillment of the promise that God would be with his people. The very name Emmanuel means God with us, and Jesus Christ is our Emmanuel. In this study, Scott Pauley reminds us of our ever-present Savior, God with us. The presence of God is a great comfort to us, but it is especially so in dark and difficult days. Did you ever notice that throughout the Word of God, whenever this expression is used, the Lord was with him or the Lord was with them, almost invariably it is in a season of great trial. Uh, something challenging is being dealt with. It is as if the Lord says to, to his people, look, I know what you're up against, but just remember this, I'm with you. I'm with you in this. You're not alone in this. What a tremendous help to our faith this principle is, God with us. Now, we've learned already that the Lord, of course, was with Adam and Eve in the garden. That's where it all started. Sin separated that. Aren't you glad for the mercy of God that the Lord would still pursue us? We run from God, but he chases after us. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is God's desire to be with his people and for us to be with him. We've learned in our study that God was with Abraham, with Isaac, with Jacob, with Joseph, with Joseph's children. And so generation to generation, God continues to work and manifest his presence. And then we spent some time in the book of Joshua because it was very important to understand that when Moses passed off the scene, the Lord was with Joshua in the very same way he was with Moses. He's the same great God. Now we turn our attention to the book of Judges, and if ever there was a stark contrast, it is the contrast between Joshua and Judges. Joshua is a book of victory and conquest. Judges is a book of defeat and darkness. There's a reason for that because in the book of Judges, we're, we're getting a picture, a glimpse of a world, a nation in anarchy. In fact, the Bible even says that every man did that which was right in his own eyes. People just did what they wanted to do. And I think that's an apt description of the world we're living in right now. I wish I could tell you that, that we are collectively living in Joshua. I hope individually you are. I hope you're living in the victory today and walking in the power of the Holy Spirit and enjoying God's fullness. Uh, but nationally, and as far as our culture is concerned, uh, the book of Judges is much more parallel to us because this seems to be a season where everybody's just doing what they want to do, what they think is right, and what has it produced? Nothing but chaos and confusion. And yet in the midst of that, in that context, the Bible says that God raised up judges. God raised up individuals through whom he would speak, through whom he would work in that world. And what was the mark of those judges? Judges chapter 2 and verse number 18 says, and when the Lord raised them up judges, then the Lord was with the judge. This is powerful. It was not the judge that was some great thing. It was the Lord that was wonderful. It was not the man. It was his God. And I turn your attention in the next few studies to one of those judges found for us in Judges chapter number 6. He is arguably one of the most famous. His name is Gideon. And uh, in Judges chapter 6, two different times, the Lord uses this expression uh, to Gideon, the Lord is with thee. 
Let's read just a little bit today, beginning in Judges chapter 6 and verse number 11, where the Bible says, And there came an angel of the Lord, and sat under an oak, which was an Ophrah, that pertained unto Joash the Bizrite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And boy, uh, that is a, uh, a cowardly position, it would seem. Uh, this doesn't seem to be a man that at first glance, somebody said, he's going to deliver the nation. He's going to be mightily used of God. No, he's, he's doing his work and threshing his wheat in a, in a hiding place because he's afraid the Midianites will find it. And immediately in the next verse, we read, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. The Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And Judges chapter 6, verse 16 says, And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. Now we're told, not only here in the book of Judges, but again in Second Chronicles 19.6, that the Lord was with each of the judges. Uh, but here's a perfect example of it, and it's not enough for Scripture to tell us that the Lord was with a group of people. It's very important that you see that the Lord was with them individually. This is a personal thing. I think sometimes we, we look at church culture and we wonder about churches collectively. Could I just remind you God has designed it so you can live the Christian life if nobody else is living it? God has designed it so you can be a true worshiper, so you can be a follower of Christ, you can be used of God even if others are not doing that. And then you look beyond the church world and you see the world culture that we're in and you think, Lord, where are you? Why is this happening? Don't miss this. God wants to work in you individually if you'll learn to rely on the presence of God. You see, in dark and confusing times, these judges needed divine wisdom. And divine wisdom only comes from the presence of God. I want you to know right now, God's people need wisdom. They need discernment uh, to, to discern the difference between what is right and what is wrong, between God's way and man's way, between truth and error. Uh, James 1 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith nothing wavering. Uh, friends, there is a wisdom that comes from above, and God provides it to his people, and that wisdom is only found when we are living in the presence of Almighty God. Dear listener, you can live in the presence of God even in the presence of evil. That's the great message of the period of the judges. That's the great message from the life of Gideon at this season. You may be in the battle of your life. You may be dealing with terrible darkness. You may be struggling with so many things. But I want you to know the presence of God does not come after you get all that straightened out, after the circumstance gets better, after the enemy leaves you alone. The presence of God comes right in the middle of that opposition. And in Judges chapter 6, they're in the midst of Midianite oppression, but the Lord brings one man named Gideon 
into his holy presence. Oh, dear Lord, let us be people who live in the presence of God. Gideon could not rely on his family. He was from the smallest clan. He could not rely on his ability. He was the least person by his own testimony. But let me tell you what he could rely on. He could rely on Almighty God. And friends, we must look not at our culture and not at our conflict. We must look at our Christ. We must recognize that God is greater than all, that the Lord Jesus Christ is with us. And if Christ is with us, then we have all we need to deal with the enemy and to keep moving forward. Lord, raise up an army of Gideons in this day. Put into the hearts of men, women, and young people this very moment a consciousness of the presence of Almighty God and the power of God that is with them. And help us to rely on your ability today. In Jesus' name, amen. During busy seasons of life, it is important to be consciously aware of God's presence. In all seasons and in all circumstances, God has promised you His presence. Emmanuel is not simply a name, it is a promise. Be sure to visit enjoyingthejourney.org and sign up to receive Scott's weekly newsletter, Helping Your Joy, delivered each Thursday to your inbox. Your joy will be helped with short devotionals, ministry updates, and Scott's upcoming itinerary. Simply click on the subscribe link in the top right-hand corner. From Scott and all of us here at Enjoying the Journey, thank you for allowing us to be an encouragement to you.